Hello there, it's Gareth here and welcome to episode 41 of the podcast, I hope you're well. Um, 40 went down really well, episode 40, I tried a different style and I know a few people that listen to the podcast and I asked the, I said, look, give me some honest feedback, did you like the style of, of that podcast? Because it was a bit different, it was a bit looser, a little bit more kind of conversationally and the feedback was it was really good and I have to say, it's probably the most enjoyable podcast I've done by myself for a while. I always enjoy the ones where I chit-chat with other people, but the ones I do by myself can sometimes feel quite difficult. So the the style in episode 40 seemed to go down well. So, hey, listen, let's continue with that. And uh, today I've got quite a lot to get through in this episode because it's been quite a busy week. And uh, there's some interesting stuff happening today as well. So I'm recording. I'm actually recording this on Tuesday, and I, I tend to try to record them Wednesday normally and then upload them for 3 o'clock on Wednesday. But... I've got so I'm busy tomorrow. I'm busy all day on Wednesday. I've got quite a lot of um, tripping about. So it's my daughter's nineteenth birthday this week, and not tomorrow, but I'll be seeing her tomorrow. And uh, so tomorrow morning, I've got to see her. I'm going to go and, and visit her and just drop her a few things off. Maybe get a little bit of lunch um, from a local um, takeaway establishment. And then the afternoon, I've got um, very limited time. So I, it wouldn't work for me to do it tomorrow, so that's why I'm doing it today. And the reason I'm doing it today, uh, because I could do it first thing tomorrow morning, is I'm likely to be up a little bit late tonight because I'm starting an online program. I want to share this with you. I'm quite excited. And I want to share with you my kind of thoughts going into it. Earlier this year, I was advised to read a book and I'm not going to mention what the book is yet because until I've gone through this program I don't want to share too much about it so I always say oh, can you give it away tell us no I'm listen, listen and I'm tell you why I'm not going to tell you I read a book which is quite it's a book that I think if you're not used to personal development you probably wouldn't even pick up the, the title and the concept of it it sounds a little bit way out there um, a little bit woo woo and I'm never one for promoting woo woo but I read the book based on a recommendation from a friend. And um, and I say recommendation, she actually sent it to me. This is somebody I, would, I connect with on a, a regular basis. We tend to speak every other week um, on Zoom. She lives in America. Obviously, I'm here in the UK, so we tend to Zoom each other. So it's really funny because she tends to Zoom. And we Zoom at, at four, of, I think it's four o'clock our time we tend to Zoom. So she's just getting out of bed and I'm just thinking about having me dinner and going to bed. So we've been doing this for a while now and she mentioned this particular, she, she didn't mention it, but she mentioned she'd read a book, didn't say what it was, said it was really interesting and wouldn't give me the title of the book. And I said, well, why would you give me the title of the book? Anyway, it was clear why she wouldn't give me the title of the book because a few days before Christmas last year, the book arrived um, and she sent it to me and she said, I think you should read this. I think you'll find it really interesting. So I did read the book and I did find it really interesting. So that was December last year, clearly, we're in, uh, we're in March now. And then following on from that, in the calls we had, these twice monthly calls, we, we used to chat about it. I said, yeah, I've read through the book and I kind of understood it and I liked what it was doing. And we have this ability, or I have this ability sometimes to say, yeah, yeah, we've read that, but we might not have really understood it. So she encouraged me to do some of the exercise this book offers and invites you to do. And I did, and I enjoyed that. And long story very short, she got me saying, look, I've been doing this for a while now. I've been involved with um, doing a program that the book's based around. I think you should talk to uh, this guy in Australia. So, look, this is me in Wakefield talking to somebody who's in Washington in the U in the United States, telling me to talk to somebody who's in, in Australia. This is a global thing going on here, which blows my mind. I mean, the fact, the fact we can do it, I know maybe I'm showing my age here, 
you know, I'm 50 year old now, but the fact I still get so blown away by the fact that I can sit in my house, see somebody on a television screen or a laptop screen and have a conversation when they're the other side of the world. It's, it's, it, it's, it's still something. I hope I never get um, tired of feeling um, blown away by it because it's an amazing thing. It's miraculous for goodness sake. You know, if you'd have told people this concept back in 1985 that you can have a conversation on a computer screen, nobody would have believed you. It would sound like science fiction. Now it's actually science fact. Anyway, book you should read, sent it to me, read the book, did a few exercises, then she said you need to speak to the guy in Australia, so I spoke to the guy in Australia, and he started to do a bit of coaching with me. I started to, to use him as a coach, which then led me to the author of the book, who happens to be starting a online programme Starting today, which is in the UK, what we're on the sixteenth, I know it's the sixteenth at seven PM in the UK, he's starting an online program for people to get involved in, of which I am going to be one of them. I've signed up for it. Um, I've also signed Sue up for it because although she's read the book, she hasn't done the coaching I've done, and I'm really quite excited about this. But I'm also I've been aware in the last sort of twenty four to forty hours how I'm starting to get this little kind of resistance to actually going doing the program at all. And I'll tell you why. I'm not the most, I'm not the best person at networking and doing the kind of let's all chit chat, let's all introduce ourselves kind of bullshit. I don't like that. I never have. It's what keeps me away from business networking. It's what avoids me going into a lot of groups on Facebook. I don't like that all that kind of fighting about you know this you know hello i'm so i'm gareth from wakefield and i'm so excited to be here it's going to be awesome you know there's these words awesome it's going to be mega i'm stoked you know please you know no and when we signed up for this program it was about three weeks ago when we signed up we've been getting emails coming through saying yeah the details will be sent near the time so yesterday was the time we got sorry two days ago was the time I got the um, email that says, right, this is the link to the Zoom call. This isn't the recorded, uh, this is not a record, this is actually a proper Zoom call with other people on it. Here's the details, and also here's the Facebook page to sign up for and get involved in. It'll support you on your journey. So I thought in the spirit of wanting to do this right, I will have a look at the, the Facebook page. And literally, within 10 minutes of... You didn't just get put in, by the way, either. You had to, ask, you, you had to answer a questionnaire. <laughs> the way they'd done it was, in the email he sent me, there's a code word. And, and you had to put the code word into the questions that you were asked when you were by the admin to be let into the group. You know what I mean? So I, it's like, I'm trying, I'm joining the fucking Freemasons here. You know, this sounds a bit complicated, but you know, I understand why you're doing it. Stop everybody from getting in. So answer the two questions. And um, basically, the answers to the questions were yes, yes, and then um, uh, co-op, uh, com complete or something, or compete. Anyway, it was really, set them off, next thing you know, 10 minutes later, you are approved by the admin, you can now post in the group. Well, then it started, okay? I didn't realise when I signed up for this that there were 4,700 people in this group. Today so far, bear in mind, we're at quarter past four, in, or quarter past two in the afternoon in the UK, Today so far, there must have been 30 or 40 posts in that group, all saying the same thing. You know, I'm so-and-so from this part of the world. I'm so happy and it's awesome to be here. I'm looking forward to getting to all, know you all really well. And I thought, sweetheart, there's fucking 4,700 people in this group. You're going to get to know them all well? 
you know, and they were, anyway, all of a sudden, I can, I've been feeling this resistance to taking this course because I thought, I'm going to be surrounded here by people that I'm not going to be that comfortable with. But I realised something, you know, I do this a lot. There's an opportunity comes up that could be a good opportunity, and I, and I and I put my ego all over it by saying I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like this. I'm I'm not gonna I don't want to be part of this. I'm not into that kind of thing. So I'm, I've I've decided that no matter what I feel, no matter what comes up around this program, I am going to complete the program. It's six weeks. It's six for the next six Tuesdays, from seven p.m. Till, till 8.30 p.m., 90 minutes, I will embrace this. I will even embrace the Facebook group. So I decided to do something different. Last week, I did the podcast different. It felt better. I got more out of it. I, it got more people's attention because I just thought, fuck it, go for it. Don't let that daft voice in the back of your head, Gareth, talk you out of doing this. That's why I did the podcast that way. I'm using that same mindset going into this. It's six weeks an hour and a half, our Sue's doing it with me, so I'll be interested to see how she gets it and whether she likes it, because she hasn't done the coaching, but I think I wanted to be part of this, because I think it's a really fascinating program, or the, the potential to be anyway. So that's why I'm recording this, and I wanted to share that with you, because over the course of the next few weeks, I'm going to try to talk about this program and what happened on each of the calls without giving you what the program and calls are. And it's not that I'm trying to keep them away from you and that, it's just... Unless you're a little bit, I don't want to say advanced, it makes me sound like I, look, I have to say it, if you haven't done some of the work that I've done in the last 10 years, you're not going to get this program, you won't get the concept, you won't understand the book, it will just feel like you're speaking another language, which you you can't learn it that easy. My hope is when I've gone through this program, I can maybe explain some of the concepts to you in a less fluffy, more kind of practical way. And that's not trying to scam this guy out of his program and course. I think my idea is I would want to, like I did last week with the book, encourage you enough to invite you to think about looking at it and then you can make your own choice. Like last week I said, buy the book and you'll make your own choice. Will you buy Atomic Habits? Some people listen to this podcast will, some won't. Same with this. I'll say, look, look at this particular guy's work. I think you might like it. This is what I've got out of it. There's an invitation there. Check him out. Heard out. It out. No, it's, I, I can tell you it's a bloke, you know, there's no secret in that. You won't get what it is from that point. Anyway, so that's what I'm doing tonight. Um, so that's why I'm recording this on Tuesday. Rest of the week, goodness me, been a, been a really, it's really been a good week, I've got to be honest. I've started to get a lot of clarity around some things. And one thing I've been working on this week is, is my identity. And I wanted to talk about that for a bit, because this has been my, a big learning this week for me, about how, a little bit like I was talking about this program, my kind of ego pushing this concept of you shouldn't do that, you don't need to be here, these are not your kind of people. That's how his ego works. It gets us to believe we're either not good enough to do something or it's not right for us or in some cases we're too good for that. And that happens a lot more than you might think. Um, we, we always assume that somebody that's egotistical is kind of like, you know, somebody sat at the front of a group screaming and shouting, oh, look at the ego on him, he's full of ego. Quiet people have a big problem with ego. That's why they're quiet, because they think, well, I'm I'm too I'm too important here. I'm not going to talk. People can talk to me. And I've I've met people like this. They think they're so um entitled to to be to be spoken to, they don't make the first effort. And then they complain when they they're sort of sat in a room and nobody wants to talk to them as though you know, what's wrong with me? It's because you let your ego involved anyway. I don't want to go too much about that. We have talked about ego before I'm sure I'll talk about it again because it's a huge part of your life. You know, your your ego is 
it's either your best friend or your worst enemy, and sometimes it can be both in the same day. But what my I, my ego has had me doing recently is not using certain words, and I want to talk about them, what them words are, and I want to talk about where this came from. The book Atomic Habits, there's a section in it that talks about your identity, saying that if you take on the identity of a particular thing you want to be, making them habits to do that thing become easier. So I started thinking about this identity, and um, it was a, a strange process for me to go through, because I, I spent a couple of days doing that in the last week, where I sat down and I started to look at my own identity. What am I? What have I become? And what? And if is what I've become serving me and I use this a lot I think it's something you've got to really think about is if you're doing something in your life and it ain't working you've got to change it you know what I mean some people stick doing the same stuff over and over again in some cases for years I've seen this happen especially in the world of business I know people that are still running a business now that I've known have been running that business for nearly 10 years the business is no further forward than where it was 10 years ago and yet they still believe Something's going to happen, something's going to change, but they're changing nothing about it. So I started to look at some of the stuff that I'm doing at the moment and I started thinking about my identity. You know, what, who am I? You know, really, what is it, that, my true identity? Because where this, where this book kind of encourages you to take on an identity to, to get things done, I think it really helps you if you can be who you really are. What's your true identity? Who are you underneath all the the kind of masks and all that you put on. And I realised for me that a couple of things that I'd, I have avoided admitting. The first word I want to talk about, because there's two words I want to talk about here which are quite interesting that came up for me this week around identity. One is the word entrepreneur. Now, I'm saying entrepreneur. Some people say entrepreneur. You know what I'm talking about, entrepreneur. I never embraced that. Even when people called me, people say, oh, he's an entrepreneur or he's quite entrepreneurial. I have to say, I never felt comfortable using the word. Firstly, because I can't spell it. And secondly, because of what it was associated with. I always sort of say the word entrepreneur with the kind of the the people in that, what is it, um, Alan Sugar's Apprentice. You know, they always class themselves as entrepreneurs. And you see people induce themselves as entrepreneurs, but they really don't tell you what they do. Just have an entrepreneur. Well, what do you do? What What's the entrepreneurial shit you do? They don't tell you. And it's kind of a a term people have come over using, and I didn't feel comfortable using it. So I didn't. So I started to think about that this week because somebody I was having a conversation with who was doing a little bit of advising with me, really. It was somebody I'm using as a coach at the moment. They sort of said, you know, I think you're very entrepreneurial and you should be, you know, doing more entrepreneurial stuff. And I thought, oh, I don't use that word. I don't like it. And I thought, hang on, think about it. What if you were an entrepreneur? What would an entrepreneur do? And a lot of the stuff that I do is exactly what an entrepreneur would do. I've always got ideas. I'm always thinking of something new. I'm always looking for ways to solve problems. And that's the second word that came up this week in this kind of reflection on identity was the word problem. One thing I've always been quite good at is solving problems. I've always been somebody who could think quite clearly at times when other people maybe couldn't think that clearly, especially under kind of difficult circumstances. And I always wanted to say to people that I solve problems because that's what I believed I did. I believed I did that in my business. I believe now in my um, capacity as a mentor or as a coach, all I'm helping is all I'm doing is helping people solve problems. But I never used the word, and I'll tell you why I didn't use it. There's a film, and I'm not going to tell you what the film is. You've got till I've finished explaining this for you to see if you can recall what the film is. 
I wanted to have on my website, my name is Gareth Boo, I solve problems. Now, there is a particular line in a film where somebody says, uh, hello, my name's so-and-so, I solve problems. Do you know what film it was? You've got a few seconds to work it out. And I didn't want to use that term, hello, my name's Gareth Boo, I solve problems on my website, because I felt people would say, oh, he's done his rip off that film line. And it's, it, then it would have sounded uber cheesy. Um, why did I say the word Uber there? I fucking hate people that do that. Uber this, Uber that. It will sound very cheesy. I thought it was going to sound very cheesy. So I haven't, I didn't use it. Anyway, this came up again in this conversation. This guy said, I think you're an entrepreneur. He said, you know, you sound like you're very, you know, I get the sense that, you know, you, you, you're solving quite a lot of problems. These two words came up. Entrepreneur and solving problems. Now, have you worked out what film is yet? Okay, well, I will let you know now. It was... Pulp Fiction, it was, the character was Winston Wolf. He knocks on a door, the guy opens the door, and Winston Wolf says, hello, my name is Winston Wolf. I solve problems. That's why I didn't want to use it, because a lot of people are going to think it's that. So these two things, entrepreneur and that, I've, I've stopped using. Although, having this session with this coach led me to believe that a lot of the stuff I've been doing for the last 20 years is very entrepreneurial, and it definitely involves solving problems. So I did something. What I did is I changed my website again. Again, no no big shakes there. It changes. I changed the website more often than I changed my socks. Literally. Um, I have to say literally. And uh, put them on there. So I changed my bio to, you know, I'm Gareth Boo. I'm an entrepreneur and personal development specialist. I help people solve problems. And all of a sudden it seemed to fit. And I realized that it, I'd, for a lot of my life, my identity when I was a lot younger was to be a businessman and, and an entrepreneur, as I want to call it these days. But when you embrace your identity and, you, and it sits comfortable with you, it's like putting on like a comfortable pair of shoes. It fits you. But if you're doing something or you're behaving in a way that is not your true identity, you're going to struggle. And that is something I really want to start to explore with some of my um, clients at the moment, people I'm working with. Are you being yourself? And if you're listening to this, that's something I would, I would throw out as, a, as, a, as an invitation to ask yourself that question. What is your identity? Because if you're not being who you want to be or doing it the way you want to do it, it's always going to feel like it's laboured. It's always going to feel like it's a struggle, and it shouldn't be. But the minute you kind of embrace the identity you really are, I think that can change everything. And that's been a big learning for me this week. And... You know, I spend a lot of time looking at self-help stuff, personal development stuff, working with people around it. It's very unusual that I get those kind of wow moments, and that was a wow moment this week. So as well as the excitement of starting this course this week, um, I've had that this last week. You know, I've had this um, this idea of identity and looking at that. The other thing I've been doing this week, which is, again, tied in with the habits book last week, is trying to bring some more habits in. I've decided to do something with my food, so I know that there are a couple of people listening to this that have got concerns with what they eat and how they eat. I keep my weight within a pound of where I want it to be, and I can do that, and I've been able to do that for about the last four years now. You give me a weight, and I know what weight it is. It's 11 stone five. I can keep within a, a pound or two of 11 stone five all year round. I've been able to nail it. But in order to do that, I've had to eat in a certain way and do certain things. And I questioned this week, I thought, why have you picked the figure of 11.5? And I realised it just it was out of thin air. It's not really a weight that has any reflection on anything other than I kind of think I want to be that weight. Excuse me, it's another little slip of water. 
so what I did this week is I opened up the idea that maybe, just maybe, I wasn't meant to be 11.5. Maybe I need to be a little bit heavier. Because because of my height, which is six foot one, I could be 15 stone and it would still not be classed as obese. Um, where I am now is bordering on being underweight. It's not underweight, I can assure you, I'm, I'm, I know that, but it's it's very, very light for my size. And if you saw me, I am very thin. And Sue's sister came to our house um, a couple of days ago to drop something off. And she sort of passed to go and said, oh, you, you, you know, Gareth is very tall and he's very, you know, very skinny and t- very tall and very skinny. And I thought, I'm not sure I want to be tall and skinny anymore. Um, I'd like to be tall and a bit better built. So one of the things I've decided on this week is to change some of my eating habits. And instead of eating very little, I've decided now to start training a bit more, weight training specifically, and eat more food. And I'm not going to start bothering about what I weigh. I know if I needed to, if this experiment goes horribly wrong, I can get my weight down very quickly if I need to. But I'm going to experiment with eating when I'm hungry, eating more food and doing some training and see whether that can change how I physically look to start with and secondly, how I feel. Because it can sometimes, when you're kind of always looking at what you're eating, it's you become obsessed with food. And, and I don't think that's a good thing to be obsessed with at times, you know, thinking about when I can eat, what I should eat, should I eat that, should I not. And I am mindful of those, having an addictive personality, I can very easily become obsessed with something and I could feel myself getting obsessed with the food. So now what I'm doing is I'm starting to eat much looser. So for the last couple of days, I've been eating a lot differently. I've been eating more. Um, I don't know what I weigh because I'm not going to weigh myself this week. All I will say is it's an experiment. I felt it was right to try it. Um, now we're looking like the gyms are going to open up again in another couple of weeks. I can start doing the weight training again properly. So I'm kind of excited about that. And it's something that I think when you when you get to a stage of anything where you're questioning why you're doing it and you don't know why you're doing it anymore, and that's what I got to with the way I thought, why you came to 11.5? What's that for? Is there a reason for it? And there was no real reason I could give that sounded sensible enough to stay, to not try this little project with the food. So I'm going to be eating more. I'm not going to be concerned about what the scales say, but I am ensuring that I have to create, I have to exercise more. So that's why I've been really interested in that book on habits again. And that's why the identity thing come in, because I thought I need also, as well as understanding what my own identity is, I need to take on the identity of a of a weight trainer, a bodybuilder. And um, I'm quite excited about that too. So no, nothing else further to report on that, only in the last two days of eating more food. And I have to say, I have felt better. Um, I felt a bit happier. Um, I've certainly noticed something which I didn't correlate with not eating the food or not eating much food and keeping light. I'm staying awake longer. I get up in the morning at five o'clock, come sort of eight, nine o'clock at night, I'm ready for bed. Well, no, I clarify that. By eight and nine o'clock at night, I'm ready to go to sleep. I'm ready for going to bed at half past six, seven o'clock, and it's ridiculously early, and it's it's almost become a joke, you know, that I'm, I'm going to bed literally after dinner, and then I'm falling asleep, waking up again at five. Yesterday, I woke up very early, and then I ended up just having a bit of a nap in the afternoon, which Sue laughs, he says, it's a nana nap. You know, the kind of thing you associate with old people. I have a little nap in an afternoon. Just had a little 15, 20 minute nap. And then yesterday I was still awake at 10 o'clock, still feeling quite vibrant and alive. So was it because of the nap? Was it down to the food? I'm not sure. I'll report back on that next week. What else has been going on this week? Oh, I always like to share with you. and I want to be sharing with you going forward my weekly walk, which we tend to do on a Saturday. We did it Sunday last week. This week um, it was Saturday. We went walking with Rianne again, our walking buddy. Hello, Rianne. You'll be listening to this, I'm sure. And um, we went to Meltham. Um, after I said the week before we'd gone somewhere else because we were tired of Meltham, I thought, come on, let's go back to Meltham. It's uh, 
it'll soon be we'll soon be able to go further afield. So let's have another couple of weeks at Meltham going forward. And it was really weird because the the last walk we did before this Saturday, so not this Saturday, we just gone, but the Saturday before we were up in Ebden Bridge. The weather was glorious. It was spring like. It was very. Oh, it was just lovely. Um, not so much the case on this walk. It was the weather was horrendous, and I have to say there was a bit of me for a fraction of the time on Saturday morning was coming up with reasons why we didn't need to do this. I could tell that the weather was poor. Um, we always have a thing where when Rianne's, when we're going to Rianne's to walk, I always say, what's the weather like? She sent me a picture and it didn't look good. And when we were going to Rianne's, you could see the weather in the distance. It was black and it was grey. And as we got nearer, the snow started and the sleet started. So, you know, we could have easily said this is not good. But do you know what? We didn't. And I think this is really, really important. We've made the decision now as a, as a three of us, you know, this kind of little walking crew we've got. That every Saturday or Sunday, if we get out of the Saturday, every week we will do a walk, regardless of weather. It doesn't whether it's raining, snowing, warm, cold, because we can't be dictated to by the weather. We have to make the decision, and we'll make the decision to walk. We will not be, you know, the weather will not hold us back. We've all got waterproof gear. We've all got warm weather gear, so there's no excuse. So I think all of us, if we were completely honest, all of us could have been talked out of this. But I said no. Let's let's get it done. We all agreed we should do it. We ended up having a fantastic walk. We did about 12 miles and it was just brilliant. You know, it was one minute it was kind of dry, then it started snowing, then there was hailstones. And, you know, the hailstones, when they, in the face, it feels like you've been, you're getting flicked. It, it, was, it was painful, it was kind of coming at us sideways. And we ended up having us lunch. And because it was so bad, we ended up having to have us lunch in like a bush shelter. So it added a bit of excitement to it as well. But like, we felt like we were on a bit of an adventure eating our. Um, uh, lunch in a in a it was a where was the town called I think it was home it's called place called H O L M E is it yeah home we were in a little bush shelter there and just it was a great walk so again I encourage you to do this I'll say every time walking is so good for you by setting out that target to walk once a week every Saturday or a Sunday if we get a Saturday just gives us that chance to get outside embrace nature and I think you need it. You know, if you're not doing this, if you're not trying this, and you do listen to my podcast, and you do like what I say, and you do trust me a little bit, because, you know, I don't talk about shit on here that I haven't done, or that it doesn't work, you need to get in the habit of getting a walking. You know, okay, you may have the cold weather gear, and the Arctic clothing, and all the, the gubbins to go out in the ridiculous weather, but as it's getting warmer now, just get yourself out, have a 25-minute, 30-minute walk, make yourself feel so good. And everybody that I've encouraged to do this that's taking it on has always felt the benefit, you just try it. So we got the walking done. And then today, I mean, it only happened this morning, actually. And um, I normally end up mentioning a couple of people in my podcast. Normally, uh, I mention Rianne, which we go walking with him. And last week, I mentioned John. John's still a photographer, you know, and about because he mentioned that book, The Habit, uh, The Atomic Habits, to me. Well, John's been here this morning, and we've had a little bit of a session with John. John's been taking photographs today. So he came in his, he came in his photography, um, with his photography identity on today and took some photographs of Sue. She wanted some website photographs doing so. Um, it was great to watch him work. I even, I even, he has two cameras. I even pinched one of his cameras and started taking photographs of him. I could see he was delighted by that. I messed all his settings up on his camera. And um, I know how annoying that is. It's like when people mess about with my sound system here. You know, I've got this set up now to record podcasts beautifully. And I know when someone's been dabbling with it because it peaks and it, don't look right and it doesn't sound right so same thing with the camera I'd messed it out of this camera but he took some great photographs of her and um, enjoyed that and then we did a little bit of um, 
We did a bit of work on John's website as well. Something John's been putting off for a while is a bit of copy on his website. I don't know if he's listening to this. He can't say he didn't, and I'm not sharing any secrets. But one thing I did do with him is sat down and we went through it a bit today and wrote some copy between us. It's so much easier when you do that, you know. So if, if you struggle with something, and let's say it's something you don't really want to do or you're finding you're struggling with, just bring someone in to help you with it. Do it sat side by side. It gives you an accountability and gives you a boost that you really need. And it's something I want to try to do more of this year myself with stuff I want to do. If I'm struggling with it, say, call in somebody, say, come and sit with me and do help me with this for half an hour, do you mind? Well, actually, half an hour, two hours with John, but um, you see the point. So uh been interesting to get that done today. And it's also interesting to watch Sue on this photo shoot because I think women approach photo shoots different to men. I think she had two changes of outfit, makeup and shoes. Um, and when I turn up for a photo shoot with John, you know, um, I might take my jacket off. And I, and I love his style. He has this style of taking people's photographs, which is right and natural. Just in whatever you're doing. You just do what you're doing. He'll take a photograph of you and get some great shots. So it's been lovely to do that today. And Sue's really excited about it. And I'm looking forward to her updating her website, which will fall upon me to do. And I'm, I've got, I'm, I'm, the reason I'm sort of trying to, I'm falling over my words here is I made a list today. I don't often do this, but I made a list of all the things I've done this week that I thought might be interesting to share with you. So I've talked about the habit book, talked about how the identity came up, starting a new course, walking in the snow, photo shoot for Susan. Oh yeah, new idea. I've had a new idea. I'm not sure I want to share this with you yet. All I will say is, based on en embracing the identity of the entrepreneur and the problem solver, I've decided to do something around helping businesses in a different way. Oh, see, I'm into it now, I should tell you, because I'm a bit excited. Right. I'm not going to tell you what it's called. So all I will say is this. I think there's an opportunity for me to do something around small businesses, startups and small businesses, a different way for them to get some of the support tools, um, information that they need. And that's what I'm working on at the moment. And I'm, I'm playing with this idea because it's evolving all the time. But there will be something I hope I can share with you, the name of it. I've already got the name for it. I just don't want to go and look at the website yet because it's not finished. And there's also a podcast attached to it, which at the moment isn't the podcast. I've taken an old podcast and I've kind of changed the name of that. But the episode that I record, and that's still there. So it's like a bit of a jokey, comicy episode I've left on. But it's attached to a name. and the, So if you read the bio and what the podcast's about and you see the logo and the little... Um, kind of picture for the podcast and then you read it it makes no sense at all so I will share that with you when it's right to share it but all I will say is I'm excited about this and this was tied in with me taking on this or finding what I believe is my true identity you know a real sense of peace hit me last week when I started to think do you know what you are an entrepreneur Gareth you are a business person it's what you've always wanted to do just own that own who you are I mean I'm going to finish off now because I'm kind of I've been at this 30 minutes it's long enough and I can uh I need to go upstairs and get ready for the programme, the course is starting and get myself all ready for that. And um, I'm just seeing if there's anything else I've missed before I sort of close down here. No. All I will say is, if you get nothing else from this podcast today, start to give yourself some time every now and again to question your identity. Who are you? And who do you really want to be? Because when you start living your life with the true identity and your true purpose, everything becomes just more comfortable. And I've certainly felt that the last seven days now, maybe 14 days, have been really a time of, of great joy and peace for me. And 
I sound a bit pantsy, didn't it? It just felt good, that's all I'll say. It just felt good. And I think if you were to understand the concept of being yourself more and owning your identity, um, it's difficult because you have to actually start to change some of the stuff you're doing because maybe some of the stuff hasn't been serving you. So as each week goes by now, I'm trying new things, experimenting with things, what works, I'm keeping, what doesn't work, I'm letting go, building up the habits and um, hopefully sharing this stuff with you today has helped you maybe with some of your stuff. So be yourself, start to find out what your identity is. If you haven't bought that book, Habits, um, Atomic Habits, you can get it. And I think next week I'll be in a position to share with you my new business concepts. So if you are a small business, a startup, an entrepreneur, <laughs> so am I now. Um, if, if you are falling into that category, or if you're somebody who just wants to start like a side hustle, maybe start a little business to, to make some money as well as your full-time gig. Um, I think this new um, this new business concept that I've got coming up that I'll probably be able to mention next week uh, will will be good for you. And I hope you might join me on that little journey as well. Anyway, there you go. That's the podcast for this week, Wednesday the 17th of uh, March 2021. I'll be back next week with the week that was. Until then, any questions, let me know and take care.